0: Every day there's a new news story about the crisis facing our ocean. Whether it's the plastic issue, overfishing, pollution, if the oceans die, we die. Fortunately, we have plenty of environmental activists, marine conservationists, and eco-warriors who are out there every day fighting to protect our oceans and our earth. On the Ocean Pancake Podcast, we're going to be hearing from some of them about how to decrease our environmental footprint, go plastic-free, participate in ocean conservation, cleanups, and even maybe some marine science so welcome to the ocean pancake podcast where the goal is sustainability and living a turquoise life my name is kat andry and i'm your host today let's get into this week's episode To another episode of the Ocean Pancake Podcast. It's currently the second of April, and I'm here with Maria, who is a marine biologist and the mind behind CME on
1: YouTube and
0: Twitter. Hi, Maria. Hey,
1: Kat. How Thanks are you? Thanks for having me once again. It's always a pleasure. Always <laughs> good. Oh. Trying to, um, yeah, going all all of us going through this very strange moment in history, <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm doing good. Yeah given the circumstances.
0: You get to work from home now? Is that the case?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get to work from home. Um, Luckily for me, it's not such a drawback because I'm just writing up my thesis so I can write from home as well. So it's okay.
0: That's good. No, I get to, I'm still excited because I get to do all these podcasts and everything and I finally have time to do them, but um, it's quite interesting just seeing my friends on Facebook and everything just what isolation is doing
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah for some people it's very tough right now for yeah for different reasons yeah a lot of people have lost their
0: jobs that's definitely one of the biggest um kind of i don't know, moods yeah impact um which is quite scary it is yeah But anyway, today in the episode, we wanted to talk about um, some of the impacts on marine science in terms of uh, what's happening now in the world with COVID-19, with the quarantines, with borders being shut down. Um, And we also wanted to let you know about the Co-Ocean Challenge. So Maria, do you want to share with people what that challenge is?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So... This is a challenge that me and Kat are hosting in which people can submit to us until next Monday. So the 6th of April, some creation, some um, creative art can be whatever, like a painting, ceramics, a dance video, anything. Uh, you can send it to any of us. And then on Tuesday, we will do a live on both our youtube channels where we will just share all that art with you guys and talk a little bit about the ocean and yeah just to have like something to entertain ourselves related to the ocean and so that we can just take our mind out of things for a while yeah Um, we do have more more information about this um in our social media i know kat has and i have on in our instagram and all the instructions are more detailed there
0: yeah. So make sure to head on over and it doesn't have to be, you know, the best thing you've ever created. It's not a, it's not a yeah, talent no. show or competition. It's just about getting together and just doing something for the ocean when most of us can't be in it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: That's the idea. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I actually got a couple of submissions already, some videos, uh, and I, I haven't oh, wow. watched them either yet, just cause I'm, I want to be surprised on the day of, so.
1: Oh, cool. I got, I got also some submissions, um, not videos yet though. So I, I had to look through the images pop up when I opened yeah, yeah. the email. So uh, you will be surprised by them, but the the ones I got, I have already seen, but I'm um, very excited. Yeah,
0: there'll be, there'll be more. And hopefully you guys listening to the ocean pancake podcast will um, submit some really cool stuff. And if you want, of course, you'll get a shout out. Just let us know, uh, your social media, all of that, uh, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, anyway, so let's get into the the topic at hand. How has COVID nineteen and this worldwide craziness been affecting marine <laughs> science?
1: <laughs> so, um, from my immediate connections or colleagues and people I know in this field, the main thing is really everything that requires lab work or traveling has been is now on hold so all conferences most conferences until the end of the year for instance have been cancelled a lot of cruises and research expeditions have been either postponed indefinitely or cancelled and there's a lot of lab work that and experiments people were doing that they cannot finish and things they were doing that they can't do anymore because of the shutdown and the the rules that different states or different countries now have of course this depends on country and how each country is handling the situation but i know for instance in portugal and in austria in uh most european countries right now most universities are shut down so you cannot even meet with anyone um so yeah it's a Anything that require, that you cannot do from home is pretty much on hold. Um, the impact of that on the uh, output, the scientific outputs, we will see in the next couple of years, I guess. But now it's really hard to see how this will, will affect the scientific output, uh, especially in environmental sciences. But what people are kind of worried about, and we will see how this goes, is that with the economical downfall that might happen after this situation is that funding for environmental sciences and conservation science will just really decrease uh, which is usually what happens when you have like economical problems like when the crisis in 2008 happened financing environmental projects is usually more difficult because politicians and institutions are focused on other things, are focused on people getting back their jobs, obviously. Uh, um, And so there's this that people are in this field are a bit worried. However, we cannot really say uh, we cannot really predict what is going to happen. These are just worries that are we will see how it pans out.
0: Definitely but um it's understandable that that's going to be the case at least in the short term maybe in the next year or so just because all the governments and the politicians like they will have their eyes on them how are they going to help resuscitate the economy after this yeah, for sure crash you yeah. know and um the the common person or even like you and I like we want to see the economy bounce back like i know i lost my job um, at the school that i was teaching at just cuz the schools are closed so yeah. while You know, I care about the environment and the science and everything. I understand how so many people in that immediate time after, you know, the quarantines lifts or travel is allowed again, people are going to be prioritizing getting... You know their jobs back, getting money back, making sure that the infrastructures are working,
1: <laughs> making sure they yes. get
0: toilet paper again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no more fighting over toilet paper. Well, no, I was, though, I was sure. in the
0: I was in the shops today, and apparently we only have two types of toilet paper like available. And okay. you know, like that.
1: <laughs> apparently, there's actually going to be a shortage. So <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I yeah, what's what's with toilet paper? I mean. I mean, why toilet paper? I I understand it is a necessity, but why only this specifically? Actually, here, it was not a problem. We never had shortage on toilet paper here. People were pretty chill about it in Austria. In Portugal, there was shortage. I know from my friends. But here in Agnou, it's an interesting phenomenon. People hoarding like 10,000 rolls of toilet paper at home
0: yeah I um, don't do that guys please <laughs> I, I looked into it and it was it was pretty funny so it was a journalist in Japan who wrote that there's going to be a toilet paper shortage because toilet paper is produced in China and I don't oh. think he wrote it with much you know forethought but he got uh, uh, what did I read that he got very um like properly punished or you know like he he suffered the consequences they took that article oh, wow. down and it and everything but I think that was (laughs) the catalyst of just the whole world going, oh, oh, we're going to have no toilet paper. (laughs) So suddenly everyone rushed to the supermarkets, which of course created that chain effect. Because even us here, we're like, we're sane people, but there's going to be no toilet paper unless we buy toilet paper. So then we bought a bit more than we usually would. And um, yeah, so...
1: Yeah, it's a chain effect, because I mean, you do want to have toilet paper in case there isn't any anymore. <laughs> no, um, this, this, yeah. <laughs> but
0: um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely a scary time in terms of that, because funding will probably decrease and not only funding, but just attention in general. The past couple of years, we have been seeing, you know, a lot of eyes focused on conservation and sustainability. And I think that might not necessarily continue especially in the next year or so um
1: yeah I, I guess yeah we will see yes um also we know that uh people will uh, and i hope i really hope that now the focus the main focus will be restore people's livelihoods and mm-hmm. jobs that people can you know get back on their feet and uh because also if we speak only about the environment, people cannot worry about the environment if they don't have anything to eat or if their children don't have anything to eat. So um, it's, yeah, we will see how this pans out. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see now how the countries will work towards finding a solution. Uh, Now more than ever, I hope that they manage to find an agreement between them. I think that's going to be one of the main the main mm-hmm. points is how the, the countries can work together to handle this whole situation. We will see. And yeah, for science, I mean, uh, of course a lot of, there's going to be a lot of economical, uh, a lot of money being put in, more into healthcare. I hope, I think that's exactly where money should go. Yeah. Um, and into, uh, facilities maybe medical sciences probably in certain fields um yeah the rest we will we will see how it goes it's really earlier to say but we will see
0: yeah i i find it quite interesting um to think like one of my friends works with the australian institute of marine science and last year i was on the boat um, and they were taking part in the longest running reef data collection survey mm-hmm. experiment mm-hmm. i'm not sure what the technical word is monitoring but, maybe? monitoring okay. that's that's what i'm yeah. looking for thank you marine yeah. biologist <laughs> 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 um and this this was this has been running for i think 30 Plus years, so a very long time where they have been going out every single year collecting data on these specific reefs all over the Great Barrier Reef um, to to find trends, and this might be the first year they don't do that, which is just mind blowing, you know, so we're gonna have yeah. all these gaps in our data
1: where we won't really know what's <laughs> I don't know, it's just what's happened, yeah, yes. It's gonna be. We will see. I mean, but we are also known humans to be very adaptable, um, and to always find resor- ways to. We are very resourceful, and we will find a way to. I think people who are invested in in studying marine science that will still be invested in studying marine science. I mean, obviously, their
0: mm-hmm.
1: job as well, and we will find a way somehow to overcome some of these some of these issues yeah i'm positive i'm trying i'm optimist on that um yeah the rest we will we will see hasn't actually there been there's been now a a a major coral bleaching event right yeah in australia
0: yeah yeah um and we're not going to have much information about it although i did just speak to a marine biologist on the great bear reef and he was telling me that while all the because all the tourism operation um has shut down basically all those boats are now sitting in the harbor. They've managed, mm-hmm. the Reef Restoration Foundation has managed to get a boat um for like fifteen days worth of monitoring and doing things. So mm-hmm. that's positive. So um uh, in certain areas I okay. think um there's going to be space for, you know, science to continue. Of course everyone's yeah. being safe, you know, following all the rules. It depends again what happens, what the governments say, but um, yeah there are some things which can be happening and I think also um UQ was working on some like underwater um like imaging where they have like actual digital versions of a lot of these reefs and maybe this time will be used um even more so to like continue working on like machine learning of this kind of stuff and people working as, as you are writing up your thesis, you know, it, yes, it can also be beneficial where people will have a break, um, you know, and to, to be able to refocus and kind of recollect their ideas. This is, this is like, yeah, that's a good point, you know, in a very long time that everyone's like, okay, stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just reassess the situation and the priorities. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a very good point. True especially science. Some scientists are just always at 200% at <laughs> their yeah. brains. They don't stop. So it's really good. Maybe for some it's, uh, yeah. Reevaluate your goals and your, um, research. Uh, it's, it, that's a good point. True. I didn't think about it that way. Actually. <laughs> um, I know I,
0: I was, I was stressing about something on Monday where I was just sitting like, Oh no, I didn't write this article or I didn't do this or I didn't finish editing this. And, um, my, my boyfriend just showed me a meme he found, which said, um, it's okay to not be at your most productive during a global pandemic. And I just like, yes. looked at it I was like, huh, you know that's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's
1: true. That's really true. Uh, I've seen a lot actually in, in social media that people are feeling bad because they thought, okay, now I'm at home, I'm going to be more productive Mm-hmm. than ever but that's it's okay if you're not. I mean this is a very this is a weird mental situation to be in and usually when you are more stressed on or or when things are strange it's more difficult to be productive and it's okay. It's okay to take time also to just you know chill a bit and <laughs> reevaluate the what you're doing <laughs> or yeah. in my case or in case of many people. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that meme. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I needed
0: that. I really. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so stressed, but it's true. You know, it's a good time to relax a bit, sit back, reevaluate, reflect, and just kind of prepare for whatever's coming next. Because we don't know <laughs> what twenty twenty is going to throw at us
1: next. Yeah, twenty twenty has been so far, like very strange. Um, I don't know how it was there, but here everything happened um, within the span of like a week. So uh, we were hearing the news and that, were, that um, there was this virus going around. Um, and like many of, our, uh, many of us, me included, I have to say, I was kind of like shrugging a bit at it. Uh, I have mm-hmm. to admit, I was like, okay, this, you know, it's going to pass. It's going to be like, a flu or something, and then you started seeing the cases and the people passing away, the numbers increasing, and what was happening in Italy. And then, well, okay, wait, this is actually really serious. Yeah. And suddenly, in one week here in Austria, everything just shut down, and that was very strange. Yeah, um, yeah. But now, uh, I think people are trying to adapt to this new situation. Stay safe, people out there. Um, yeah sane and safe and it's fine also to reach out for help i always tell this to people who are some people are alone um some people don't have a partner or some people are not alone but in difficult situations and with the internet and everything now it's always good to it's just reach out for help if you feel like you need it can be friends family can also just be um professional help you know yeah and
0: Thanks. Thanks to the internet, we are more connected than ever before. So, we do have the chance to talk talk to people, even if they're on the other side of the world. And now, with the time difference, yeah. it's you know less bad because none of us work.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> or we. Were, it's a <laughs> different kind of work.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I might be having. Um, like whatsapp wines with my friends from the u.s because i haven't been able to do that for like seven years uh but that means i'll start drinking at 11 a.m so
1: (laughs) (laughs) which yeah can be good uh, or bad depends depends how much you drink (laughs) it's a pandemic you know (laughs) it's acceptable it's fine
0: um, but yeah, same same thing, you guys. I just want to say, stay safe, stay sane, and yeah, submit your artwork to the Co Ocean Challenge. We look forward to seeing it on Tuesday. Well, it's gonna be my Tuesday morning.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be my Tuesday evening. Yeah. Okay. So seventh <laughs> seventh <laughs> um, of April. Yeah. I it's I think. Uh, you- Yeah, what's the time? 22? I I forgot, but 22. Yes, Meridian time, I I think. Yes.
0: I will add it into the intro just so people know, or I'll
1: add it later. I'll double check. Oh, and also thank you everyone. (laughs) I I know everyone is saying this, but I really mean it. Thank everyone who is still, you know, working and who still uh, keeps the world going. Yes. Incredible like uh, doctors, nurses, people for deliveries. I just got something delivered today. Um, and I thank you all those people, people at supermarkets. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I think we can. this is uh, one of the good things that during these hard times, we always see like solidarity and people, you know, really doing their best to help everyone. So thank you, everyone out there
0: yeah thank you so much and also if if you are in a place where you can support people um like we've been taking getting takeaways from our local like brewery and our local restaurants because they're definitely Mm -hmm. struggling as well because they can no longer operate normally so if you you know you can help out otherwise yeah stay safe you guys (laughs) yeah yes thank you